Are you one of those folks with ADHD that tries to hide their symptoms either at work, with their spouse, or even in a social gathering? It is something that we can do consciously or unconsciously. In this episode, I want to take you into this exploration of what is actually happening when we try to mask our symptoms, how we do it, and why it's actually something that is getting in the way. Welcome to the show. Honey, have you seen my keys? Huh, forget it. They're in my hand. There's more to ADHD than being easily distracted, scattered, or a master procrastinator. Being different is not a disability, and it's about damn time we break free from the shackles of society's labels and stigma. Hey there, I'm Zarina Boali, a French-Canadian journalist who found out had a uniquely wired brain at 40 and became a certified ADHD coach. This podcast brings forth a different perception of ADHD to help you amplify your brilliance and phenomenally stand out. Thanks for flying with us. Have a great day. Ready to blast off? Three, two, one. Welcome aboard. Welcome, 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 dear listener to the Phenomenally ADHD podcast. Zarina here, and I'm so happy to connect with you again this week. And the topic of this episode is actually an excerpt of a training or a workshop that I'm doing for my French community, and I thought it would be interesting that I shared with you what is masking ADHD symptoms. I was actually very fascinated by what I read, and that's one of the reasons why I added it to the workshop, because it's something that we do or can do without even realizing it. And my goal with everything I do, besides being you know, align with my values is I have this goal to help adults with ADHD, whether you're a parent with children that have a uniquely wired brain or yourself have this difference. My goal is always to help you better understand how your brain functions because that is the most or one of the most important things. I also want to help you diminish and even better, get rid of the guilt, the shame, and the feeling of powerlessness that you might feel with all the challenges that comes with having ADHD. I also want you to have more clarity so that you can start building and experiencing a life that is a lot more simple and light with ADHD. There's something that is very important that I read recently that we need to write our own manual, our own rules on how we do things without feeling guilty or 
broken because we're not doing it the same way as everyone else. That's okay. We are uniquely wired and there's nothing wrong with that. And I also want to give you tools so that you can actually utilize them and know that they are compatible with the way your brain works. So what is actually masking or hiding ADHD symptoms? It's actually a mechanism that will drive someone with ADHD to act in a certain way to hide their symptoms or the things that they feel is wrong with them about ADHD. And according to psychologist Russell Barkley, someone can mask their symptoms intentionally or unconsciously. And it can be for many reasons, um, misunderstanding or the feeling of not feeling of not being understood, the feeling of being different, and a certain discomfort with that. And over time, people masking or hiding their symptoms become very good at doing so. And that coping mechanism often shows up because we want to avoid or protect ourselves from being judged from the people around us. And it can also be a sign of low self-esteem or low self-awareness because we don't have the knowledge that give us the words that allow us to explain how our brain works. And with inattention, for example, um, hiding your symptoms or not wanting people to know that it's something that you need to work harder on is that you will make extra effort. Like, I mean, a lot of effort to hide them, to be accepted socially, like you want to fit in, avoid being critiqued because you're different. Um, It's also a way of being super vigilant and the desire to be normal or to appear normal in the eyes of others. And it can develop as soon as childhood because, you know, a parent or a teacher will tell a child, stop fidgeting, pay attention, look at me when I'm talking to you. So the child starts to wonder and question what is wrong with him and he will naturally or not naturally but he will change his natural behavior to kind of fit what is expected of him or her and over time the young girl or the young boy will start believing that there is there is something that isn't normal and will refrain or you know, push down the symptoms to avoid any reprimand. Because we know that with inattention, we tend to make silly mistakes 
we can actually spend a lot of time, I mean, a lot of time going over and checking several times an email or a document just to make sure that we didn't miss anything. With the difficulty of staying focused and concentrated during a conversation, we will make extra effort to really pay attention to what the other person is saying and we might repeat over and over in our head, concentrate, come on, come on and concentrate. Pay attention to what she or he is saying. If one of the challenges we face is being impulsive or hyperactive verbally, we might repress our energy and our enthusiasm so that we don't talk too much or monopolize the conversation. I know that when I get enthusiastic about something, oh my God, I talk fast, I talk loud, and it's just, it's my energy is just, you know, filling up everything. I talk a lot with my hand and my body. So when I, when I become conscious of it, I might just dim a little bit, but I remember times where I would dim a lot and repress that energy a lot so that I wouldn't invade the conversation. And another thing that we might do is constantly repeating to ourselves to not interrupt. So while doing that, what is actually happening is that we are not listening to what the person is saying because we keep telling ourselves that we need not to interrupt. Because we often forget even important things we might use a lot and sometimes too much reminders so that we don't forget. I remember the time where I wrote everything or mostly everything I did want to forget on a post-it. But then again, it created a certain form of overwhelm because there were post-its everywhere. So I stopped using those overly just so that my environment wouldn't become cluttered And I found another way to remember. Now I just write things down in my agenda, in my planner, because I am still on a paper planner that works really, really well for me. And I use post-its for very important things. Like So what it does now is that the post-it actually grabs my attention instead of having 10, 20, 30 post-its. I might be exaggerating a little bit, but you know what I mean. You know, having a lot of post-its around that actually end up being a distraction. Masking ADHD symptoms um, might also show up to control physical hyperactivity in a meeting, for example. So you will try very, very hard not to fidget or doodle while you are listening to whoever is speaking, maybe by fear of giving the wrong impression, or maybe to avoid that someone thinks that you're not being professional. You might pretend to listen because you know that your capacity to pay attention has been reached or 
completely exceeded. There's a belief that comes with masking your ADHD symptoms that you're being accepted, that you fit in, and it's also sometimes a way that you use to prove your worth or that you are legitimate. But in reality, it causes more harm than good. It increases your level of stress because you're always in alert and it kind of keeps you in the survival mode. It prevents you from being who you really are to show your true colors, your true personality, your real nature, like who you are authentically. It drains your energy because making so much effort is just so draining, but we might not realize it when we do that. And that's why awareness and pausing to pay attention to what is actually going on within is super important. It's also exhausting mentally and emotionally. And I also believe that it increases the feeling of not meeting other people's expectations and it actually decreases your self-esteem. It feeds the imposter syndrome and exacerbates ADHD symptoms. So while you think that you're actually limiting the damages, you're creating the exact opposite. Masking or hiding your symptoms is actually a temporary solution that helps you manage what other people perceive of you. It also helps you to have be under the impression that you fit in or that you correspond to what is expected or what is what society has established as the norm. What you might not realize is that it contributes to maintaining lack of understanding about ADHD and lack of knowledge. It prevents you from showing your unique talents and strength and to be and have this feeling of fulfillment. So my question for you is, how do you try to hide or mask your ADHD symptoms with your colleagues, your boss, your spouse, or even your friends? What impact this behavior has on your energy, your mood, and your self-esteem? What have you realized in the information that you just heard? And I invite you to really start paying attention to identify when and why you mask your symptoms because that can be very helpful in better understanding why the mechanism is actually put in place. And once you are conscious of it, it's easier to change the behavior. So masking your symptoms is not something that is right or wrong. It's just 
a matter of knowing that it it is actually getting in the way of a lot of things, even though we might think that it's being helpful because it gives us the feeling that we are not that much different from other people, that our challenges don't really get in the way when in fact they do. So here are a few other ways you may be masking or compensating your ADHD symptoms. When you internalize a hurtful message that, you know, you receive, it can be a text message, it can be an email, it can be something that someone said to you and you will feel like shit you know, and you will think that ADHD is the worst thing that could have happened in your life. Uh, when you accept too much work, you can't say no because you may have the imposter syndrome that shows up. You are also masking or compensating your ADHD symptoms when you use anger to hide shame. If you make extra effort to avoid being late by being or arriving super early, you're masking and compensating ADHD symptoms, which is time insensitivity. When you're trying to be quiet, but you're trying really, really, really hard. Last but not least, when the feeling of rejection is hidden. You are masking or compensating your ADHD symptoms. And that's something that happens very often. And we see it, you know, in kids, we see it with teenagers, and we can also experience it as adults. So it is super important to understand that masking ADHD symptoms, like I mentioned before, is a temporary solution to something we want to avoid. So of course, we don't want to be rejected. So we will compensate our symptoms to be accepted. But acceptance starts with us. It's the first and most important step. And it's easier to do when we better understand our machine, our brain, and how it functions. I know I repeat this. I must be repeating this in every single episode, but it is so important. I cannot stress that point out enough. So when you understand better, it's easier to accept that you are uniquely wired, that there's nothing wrong with you, but it starts with us. Even though we want the entire planet to better understand us, how can they do that if we don't even understand ourselves? It's impossible. So acceptance is a big step. It is a huge step and it doesn't have to be complicated or hard and it doesn't have to come all at once. You know, you can go one step at a time in accepting that you are different, in accepting that you are extremely talented in some areas, but you face challenges that are also extreme in other sphere or areas of life. And that's okay. It doesn't mean that 
you're broken. It doesn't mean that you are not normal. Your brain is perfectly fine. I really hope that this episode helped you to better understand what masking and compensating your ADHD symptom is. I also invite you and encourage you to observe and try to figure out in what situation you may be masking or compensating certain ADHD symptoms. Why? Are you trying to avoid something? Are you trying to prevent something to happen? Just be curious and by doing that, you won't feel guilty, you won't feel shame, maybe you'll feel a little bit of excitement in finding out what is actually happening so that you may decide to change the behavior for one that is actually serve you, not one that is getting in the way. Because remember that masking or compensating your ADHD symptoms is actually draining your energy exhausting you physically, mentally, and emotionally. And I'm sure you have better ways to contribute to the world than not having any energy or drive and enthusiasm to spread around and let other people see how amazing, phenomenal, and fun you are to be around. I so appreciate you listening, and I'd love to hear from you. If this episode resonated with you, let me know what valuable insight you're taking away and how you can implement it right now. Don't hesitate to leave a review on your favorite platform and share on social media. Until next time on Phenomenally ADHD, own your genius because you rock just the way you are.